everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor in this episode 330 of the show. You may have heard part of this training on, I think, episode 320 or something like that. I don't know. But it's a really good episode, and I think that this is one of my best trainings ever, and you'll love it. So this is the Formula One training and how your business is very, very similar to Formula One racing. I happened to listen to um, a couple episodes of a Netflix show on Formula One, and first of all, it's amazing. Second of all, I definitely want to go and watch an actual race. So if you want to go to a race with me, uh, make sure you screenshot this, put in your story, tag me. And actually, I just want to know your takeaways from this training for being totally honest. But anyway, this is a really great training. And I think when you start to see the congruencies and everything in life, uh, when it comes to business, I think things start to fly. There's going to be a $1,500 giveaway uh, when we have 1,500 five-star reviews on iTunes. We're currently at 1,466. So make sure that you share this and leave your five-star review. Today's review of the show is Lualum0516, loud and loving it. Five stars. My friend Tara recommended that I listen to you, and boy, am I glad she did. I honestly love your energy and volume. I listen to you every morning while getting ready, and you just give me life. Thank you for everything you do. I know it's a lot of work and hustle, but you make it look so easy. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Can't wait to see the screenshots, the subscriptions, and the reviews of this episode about Formula One racing. Kind of like Fraser Brooks in a way that I pride myself on actually coming up with my own content. <laughs> and this is one of those. I've tested this on two groups now, uh, a, a Latino team of ours and our European team. And I am telling you, today I'm going to teach you the differences, just kidding, the similarities between your business and Formula One racing. Now, quick backstory. I am... <laughs> Uh, I, I am somebody who does not consume television. Okay. I don't know about you, but I just don't, I don't do Netflix. I don't do Hulu. I don't have a login for HBO. I don't have any of that stuff. I was trying to be a normal human about a week ago and I turned on a television show on Netflix. It is called Formula One Drive to Survive. And I listened to one episode and I instantly knew I had a training and I knew I had to come on here and I have to talk to you about you and your business. If you're excited about this, put yes. If you share, put share in the comments. I'll give you a full name shout out. Let's rock and roll. I'm telling you, if you don't share this with your team, you don't like them and you don't like money and you don't like success and you don't like yourself. All right. First thing that I have to say made me go, oh my gosh, this is a business, is in order to succeed in Formula One racing or in your business, you must embrace the need for failure in order to achieve success. If that makes sense, put a yes in the comments below. I'm going to explain. I'm going to elaborate. Let me explain to you right now. You aren't learning in your business when you are good, okay? You're literally not learning when you're selling without trying. You're not learning when your company's in momentum. You're not learning when you don't even have to, you can just go, oh, let me put up an ad and it's gonna work so well. You learn when you suck. You learn when you fail. Put failure in the comments below for me. You learn when people say, what is wrong with you? You learn when people go, I don't want your product. You learn when people laugh in your face. You learn when you go live and you trip over your words and you're shaking in your boots. Well, you learn when no 
nobody comments on your post because your copy is terrible. Thank you for sharing, Nicole Moore. I knew we had an attractive woman on the line, okay? You learn when you do hard things. And when I was watching the show and they're doing Formula One racing, it's amazing because these drivers, first of all, are risking their lives for our entertainment, right? But they are learning when they suck. They're learning when they go to pass somebody and they literally wreck. They're learning when the pit crew doesn't do what they expected to do. They're learning when they get behind the wheel and something is malfunctioning. They're learning when all of these things are not going to plan. If every single thing they did behind the wheel was perfect, they would just assume they're great. And what I see in network marketing after doing this entrepreneurship journey for literally 10 years, I have made millions and millions and millions of dollars. I will tell you when I fail, I always learn. And if you think that's not true, you wrong, you wrong, okay? All right, the next thing I learned from this show that I just, I was obsessed with is that you have to understand this is a team effort. Put team in the comments below for me, okay? And share if you haven't already shared. Shay Greenwood, thank you for sharing. Desiree Borkew, thank you for sharing, okay? You have to understand that entrepreneurship is not a singular focused uh, race, so to speak. Okay, the drivers in this show I was watching, the drivers in the show, and anytime I talk about drivers, I'm actually talking about uh, business owners, so put the two words together, okay? The drivers, the drivers are not alone. The drivers, as a matter of fact, from watching this, and I'll try to pull in some names and stuff for you, but I only watched a couple episodes, so you know what I mean. Thank you for sharing, Tina Better. Thank you for sharing, sharing, sharing. When you share, put share in the comments below. I'll give you a full name shout out. I think I am shadow banned on Facebook right now, so y'all really need to share, okay? Um, but I will tell you, the heart of my business is in the team. And that is the secret to success. When I look at an organization that's doing $9 million a month in sales, it's not because of Jesse Lee. It's because of the team. You might think, oh, there's the driver. So I'm watching Daniel Ricardo, who is this Italian, Australian, sexy little thing, okay? He's behind the wheel of this vehicle and you might think to yourself, oh, it's Daniel Ricardo's team. You might think to yourself, oh, it's Jesse Lee's empire. You might think to yourself, oh, it's me, myself, and I, I'm an entrepreneur. You're wrong, okay? I like you enough to tell you you're wrong. Thank you for sharing Stephanie Holbin and Salita Catherine. I'm gonna tell you, in business, I don't win if the team is not together. In racing, Formula One racing, let me give you an example. So I'm watching the show and Daniel Ricardo's pit crew, no, no, let me go to a different example. There's these drivers for some company called Haas. Thank you for sharing Karen Hebert. Haas, H-A-A-S, okay? And these drivers, unbelievable. So they're some of the best drivers in the world. They're behind these cars and this driver pulls into his pit crew, right? So he's pulling into pit to get the tires changed out, whatever else, right? Imagine this, like this is, this is real. Like I'm not even joking, okay? He pulls in and I don't know how it happened, but one of the people in the pit crew on the team literally forgot to put the tire on the car. In Formula One racing, it's two cars. So each team has two cars. McLaren, two cars. Ferrari, two cars. You know, Red Bull, two cars. Haas, two cars. Renault, two cars, all right? Put like your favorite car company in the comments below. I'm just curious, okay? And y'all can keep sharing. Thank you, Whitney Burnett, for sharing. And these people 
Unbelievable. He pulls out of the pit crew after pitting, after getting tires put on his car. He goes out. The car breaks down immediately because there's no tire. <laughs> Unbelievable, really. Okay. And then the next guy pulls in. The next guy pulls in to pit and get his car fixed. Yeah. Pits his car, goes to pull out two mistakes in a row. Same car company. The failure of so many of these Formula One drivers is resting on the team. You look at these entrepreneurs and these business owners who think it's all about them. Who think it's all about them. Well, I'm the great leader. Well, I'm so amazing in network marketing. Well, look at me. Look at me. As soon as you start doing that, you've already lost. It, it couldn't have been fixed by the drivers. They no longer have cars that work. Sometimes your business just isn't working because the team's not working together. I'm sitting there watching these cars literally set on fire in this TV show. And I'm thinking of all these teams that I've seen go up in flames like a dumpster fire. And the people go jumping around, hippity happening from one network marketing company to another, not realizing their inability to work together as a team. Put team in the comments is the reason that they are failing. It is crazy to me. Here we go. Here goes the voice. I love when the voice cracks. Let's go. If you're enjoying this today, yes, you can share and put share in the comments below. So let's continue this conversation because I had so many takeaways. Okay. Unreal. The best teams that work together, a record was actually set in 2018, I believe it was, where a team was able to pit in less than two seconds. 1.89 seconds. The best team that worked together was able to set a world record. Look at your network marketing business. Look at people freak out. They go, how long have you been in business for in that company? Have you been there for a hundred years? You must have been there since the beginning of time. No, bro. I've literally been in this company for three years okay 38 months if you're counting all right why are we breaking records because it's about the team it's never been about jesse lee and as soon as you don't make it about yourself thank you for sharing delcy davids you have already lost you've already lost okay the next thing i learned that i just i loved so much when it comes to teamwork y'all are competing with the wrong people sometimes look i'm gonna take a drink some electrolytes, y'all cheers, drink, okay? Mm. So we're gonna talk about Red Bull, all right? So there's these two drivers. We got Max Verstappen, he's from the Netherlands. By the way, where are you coming in from? You can put where you're coming in from below. We got Max Verstappen, he's this young talent, this young spicy talent from the Netherlands. And you've got Daniel Ricciardo, the sexy Italian-Australian. What a weird combo, how did that even happen? Anyway, okay, you've got these two men, they're supposed to be working together. And one of the things that I see kill people in their business, and it was killing these two Formula One drivers, is ego. You're competing with the wrong person. If you're on Whitney's team, you're on Whitney's team. If you're on Angela's team, you're on Angela's team. We are together. And this race took off. I believe it was Monaco. I could be wrong, okay? It's like a first time following Formula One driving, okay? These drivers take off in Monaco. And the two Red Bull drivers, the two Red Bull drivers start competing head-to-head -head against each other. The leader is literally in the guy's headsets saying to Max Verstappen, you're fighting against the wrong person. He's not your competition. Get away from Daniel. Get away from Daniel. Get away 
from Daniel. Your competition is up there. It's Renault. Your competition is McLaren. Get away from Daniel. He's your teammate. How many times do you see uplines in network marketing fighting with their downlines, sabotaging their downlines? What are you doing? It was Max's job to get the other cars away from Daniel so Red Bull, the team, could win the race. Then, what do you think happened? Just guess. Take a guess in the freaking comments below what happened when Max decides to compete with Daniel in cars going 200 freaking miles an hour. Uh, I won't even wait for the answer. I'm just going to tell you. I'll tell you what happens. Thank you for sharing. They crashed into each other. They crashed into each other. Both cars exploded and flew off the track. Well, how many of you, you're competing with your upline and your upline is not your competition. You're competing with your downline and your downline is not your competition. You know who your competition is? Your competition is everybody else. Your competition are the other people. Your competition, and this is not like the cute for food. Your competition is yourself. Shut up. Your competition is every other team. You better win. You better work with your team, lock arms with each other, and win together. Unbelievable what I see in network marketing. And apparently, it's a tragedy around the entire world. If in Formula One racing, they're literally losing everything. Now, next thing I thought was pretty amazing, comparing Formula One to network marketing and entrepreneurship. If you're loving this, you can put a yes in the comments below, or maybe a flame. I'm losing my voice for you. I mean, I can just stop training at any point in time if you want me to. <clears throat> Some of you really don't understand the value of teamwork. You really don't. You think you do. You think you do. And you think you have a disadvantage when you don't actually have a disadvantage. Let me explain. In Formula One racing, it's really kind of amazing, guys. There are some teams with budgets of $150 million a year. And there are some teams like the McLarens and the Ferraris with $600 million a year budgets. That's a big difference, you would think. You would think. But when things go wrong, it's not because of the amount of money that somebody spent. It's not. What's been going wrong is the team is not working together. You don't need the fastest car to win in Formula One. You don't need the most money and the fanciest helmets and the best outfits to win in Formula One racing. You don't need the most experienced pit crew in Formula One racing to win in Formula One racing. You can come in to Formula One racing and drive the best and win, period. How does that apply, guys? How does that apply? to your network marketing business. Some of you start with the smallest packages. Let me explain something to you. I started 10 years ago living in a basement, all but counted out because my budget was a $310 starter pack, the small starter pack. I couldn't come in with the $1,600 starter pack because my credit card, I only got approved for a $500 limit. But I ran the race better than everybody else. I went faster and worked harder at my craft than anybody else. I was willing to put in more practice hours than anybody else. What do you think this is? 
I'm, in, I'm doing the exact same thing I do in Texas and Maryland. Uh, I know the people around me weren't expecting me to be fun, so it's fine. Okay? Like, it's not all fun and games. It's You want to see how you win? Then you do the things that people who are winning do. You don't play, you know, whatever, tiddlywinks, which I found out is a real game, and expect to win. You don't win like that. You win by practicing. You win by putting in the reps. You win by becoming proficient and putting in the 10,000 hours, period. That's all there is to it. It's the same as Formula One racing. It's the exact freaking same. It's the same, and some of you don't understand it, so I'm trying to preach it into your heart right now. Thank you for all these shares and these flames and these yeses and these let's goes. I mean, I'm here. I'm here for it. So if you're not here for it, it's fine, but I'm here for it, okay? And these teams, you have to start to understand it really is the practice, so that driver, remember I told you about the car, the two sets of wheels, flying off, not working, whatever, car crashes, what's wrong? Let me tell you about this. Leadership is universal. If you agree with that, put a yes in the comments below. Leadership is universal. So instead of blaming, shaming, and justifying to all these other people, oh, what's going on? What's the problem? Why is this not working? Blah, 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 blah. No. You know what I love? There's one person who can speak into the headset. There's one team leader, and I'm sorry, I don't actually know about Formula One. I just watched an episode of a Netflix show. <laughs> okay, there's one leader, and I loved it. When I say I loved it, I loved it. Because this leader went up to the pit crew member who messed up two times. And he said, hey, what just happened? And the guy's devastated. He's super upset. He's positive that the leader of the team is about to scream at him. And instead of that happening, do you know what the leader did? The leader said, it's not your fault. It's my fault. Think about that. Think about the level of ownership you have to have to say, it's not your fault. It's my fault. And he says, what do we need to do to get better? And the pit crew guy goes, honestly, we flew in too late. We're all really tired. And we're not practicing enough. Come on. The leadership and the ownership over what's going on in your organization, that is money. That is money. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's unbelievable. Next thing I want to tell y'all that I got from this is you only listen to one person. Some of y'all have like 13 business mentors and you're wondering why you're going nowhere. Well, let me use an example. <laughs> Can you imagine if in Formula One racing you're going 200 miles an hour and you've got headphones on your head? Can you imagine if 13 voices were in your head like, hey, Go left. Hey, go right. Hey, slow down. Hey, speed up. Hey, go this way. Go that way. Pass him over to what? Look, you need to choose a business mentor. You can't be listening to somebody who says, go cold message. And one person who says, oh my God, can we just please learn how to attract people on social media like normal people? Like y'all are worried. You know who's worried about getting banned on, on TikTok? The coaches and people who cold message, all right? All your clients are about to get banned on TikTok. People that listen to me, you're fine because you're not spam artists. <laughs> Congratulations. Pick a mentor. 
Stop looking all over the place for where you're gonna go. You're gonna crash. You're going to crash. Listen to one person. Follow one person who is showing you the way, who has gone through the racetrack, who has already won Monaco, who has already won whatever other Formula One races there are, have already won uh, enough times, who have failed enough times to actually teach you. Some of y'all are following somebody who won the freaking network marketing lottery and looking at them like they're Jesus himself. It's crazy. Did you ever think that maybe they got lucky and recruited a couple of superstars? Unbelievable. I just told you, you have to embrace failure to actually succeed. These drivers lose and lose and lose and lose and lose and learn and learn and learn and learn. Do you know why I'm so good at network marketing? Because I get told no more than all y'all combined and there's like 650 of you listening right now. I'm just telling you. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Would you take driving advice from somebody that's not even driving anymore? No. Well, then why do you get advice from people who don't even build businesses anymore, are not stage one current credibility? If you don't know how to drive a McLaren from today, then I don't want to know about how you drove a Honda 30 years ago and won a race. It doesn't matter to me. Hello? Does this make sense? Can we give like a yes? I don't know what's going on over here, but I feel like I don't even, I'm not even looking at my notes. I'm just preaching over here. It's getting me crazy. Oh my gosh. I need to never watch TV again because things like this happen. Okay. I get very fired up about it. All right. I have to tell you, I have, yeah, check the car facts if we're talking about cars. I love that. All right. Here's the thing. Look, you might think you've got to look the best and I will tell you, you don't. I learned this in Formula One racing last week on my Netflix special, okay? You don't have to look the best. You don't have to have it all together. You do have to be the most coachable. You do have to be the hungriest. You do have to be an aggressor who makes the right decisions for yourself. You do have to be in an environment to win. So back to Daniel Ricciardo, the Italian-Australian, if you're just tuning in. This man made a decision. He was not happy with Red Bull for a variety of reasons. And he made a decision to move. Y'all are not trees. Would you get up and move yourself into healthier environments for God's sake? Crazy to me. Crazy to me what some of y'all are doing, okay? Woo-wee. Here we go. Like, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. This poor man was miserable. He felt he had, he had to basically fight for his life, okay? Like he was not happy where he was. He's driving for McLaren right now. And he's having a good 2021. I Googled it to make sure that I was historically correct, okay? I just want you to think about that. I just want you to think about that. And it's the little stuff that counts. It's the little stuff that counts. I'm watching this TV show and this Formula One racing show and Daniel Ricardo. it's his freaking birthday, man. He's driving his car, driving his car. And literally the announcers on the thing are like, guaranteed to win the race, guaranteed to win the race. Daniel Ricardo is so far in the front. No one's anywhere near him. He's past Lewis Hamilton. La, 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 la. Okay, all this blah, 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 la, 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 la. And out of nowhere, his engine explodes. Like two laps to go on his birthday, his engine explodes. Because sometimes it's those little tiny things that are out of your control that can completely derail you. And as soon as that happened, Lewis Hamilton went right around him and won the race. 
And so I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that one little thing that is sometimes not in your control. But where are ways in, in, in a, I'm losing my train of thought because there's so much freaking noise. Where are ways that you can actually stay in control? And why don't you focus on the controllables that you can control? What can you control? Does that make sense? Right? And what did he do when he lost? He got up the next week and he raced again. And so many times you've got to get up and you've got to race again. I know it's not easy. I know sometimes things feel risky. And I'm going to give you another thing I learned from Formula One racing. I don't know what driver said it, but he said, you cannot fear death. As soon as you fear death, you've already lost. As soon as you fear death, you've already lost. How amazing was that? Like, I'm not saying that you are fearing death in your business at all, but I am saying to some of you, you're so scared of a future that doesn't even exist yet that you're running your business terrified. You can't get behind the wheel of a Formula One car and drive it scared because as soon as you're driving it scared, you've already lost. And guys, this is not even about cars. If you're listening to this and you're, and you're hearing me talk about cars, you're not intelligent. I'm talking about your business. Don't make comments about, I don't understand cars. I'm leaving the live. Go away. You literally just don't have ears that function. This is not about cars. This is about those of you who won't build a business because you're terrified. You're making fake scenarios up in your head. The car's already exploded in your head, which is why you never bought the starter pack. You never revved the engine. You never got behind the wheel. You never actually tried to win the race. You never took the pass. You never took the turn. You never overtook anybody. You never tried to win. You never went ahead and tried to pass your upline. I'm sitting right next to two of the top leaders on our team. I hope Stephanie overtakes Amanda because I don't know what Amanda will do if, if Stephanie passes her. I hope they get in their freaking cars and I hope they go crazy. Are you kidding me? As soon as Stephanie Holden passes Amanda, Amanda's about to rev her freaking engine so fast. I mean, we're going to the moon, y'all. Okay? Like, you need to think about it like this. Get behind the wheel and just drive. Just drive drive. What do you have to lose? You can't win a race if you're managing the risk of the actual business that doesn't exist. You can't get behind the car and be terrified. Does that make sense? Can you put yes? Can you put yes, please? Okay. And then look, this one was probably my favorite takeaway. There are systems in everything. There are systems from the way you turn the ignition on in the car. There are systems for the way you rev the engine. There are systems for the way that you're lined up in the line. There are systems for the way you actually pass safely. There are systems for the way you accelerate around a turn. There are systems that you win races that are in between, you know, city streets and the, and the tracks that are out on a racetrack. There are systems for the way you communicate with only one person, one leader. There are systems for the way the pit crew comes out and boom, is ready to go. There are systems for literally everything you have to follow them if you're in formula one and you're not following the systems you're literally dead or you're at least in last place some of y'all are in last place hear me on it hear my heart okay you're in last place in your business you're struggling in your business because you're not following systems and you probably get on every single call and your leader keeps saying follow the system follow the system follow the system and here's you oh i'm just gonna drive my car however i feel like it. i'm gonna figure it out you're gonna not you're not gonna go where you want to go okay 
You follow the freaking systems. The systems are there for a reason. There's a quote I wrote down from the show because I'm obsessed with it. It says, trust is not something you turn on and off based on something that has just happened. It is built up over time. And here's the biggest quote. Y'all have got to write this down, put it on a, I don't know, a wall, uh, tattoo it on your forehead, some of y'all. I don't really know, but you need to hear me on this. There's no point in having the systems in place if you don't trust the systems. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back who are halfway listening. There's no point in having the systems in place if you don't trust the systems. There are systems there for a reason. The people who keep winning over and over and over and over and over. Why do you think Lewis Hamilton is so freaking good, man? He's so good because he's systematic. Everything is programmed. He knows how that driver is going to drive. He knows how that driver is going to drive. He knows exactly what his car is going to do. He trusts the systems. He trusts the car. He trusts the engine. He trusts that the brakes will work when he hits them. He trusts that the tires aren't going to go popping off. He trusts that the pit crew knows what they're doing because they practiced. You can't sit there and question everything in your business and expect to have a successful business. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You have to find a leader that you trust. You have to find a car company, a sponsor, a McLaren that you trust. And then when you've joined McLaren, you race for McLaren. You're not racing for McLaren and going, well, I wonder what's going over on there at Ferrari. Well, what the heck's going over here at Renault? Well, well, I don't know. I like their uh, helmets over there, over there at uh, Haas. Maybe I should join that team. What? No, you race for freaking McLaren. Quit looking at Red Bull. All right, you don't need wings. You got a car. Drive it. So anyway, I hope you got value out of this. If you did, go ahead and make sure you hit the share button. Share with some friends. My name is Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all.